your home for live commentary. Gold Sport. Well, Hot Spring Spa's T20 Black Clash in association with Wolfbrook uh, is coming up. You want to reserve and get your tickets real early Saturday, the 20th of January at Bay Oval. The biggest stars in rugby and cricket going head-to-head as they have done over the past five years in the T20 Clash. And I think the score is Team Cricket edging the series 3-2. Joining us, the captain of Team Cricket, Daniel Vittori. Morning, Daniel. Morning. You've got the edge on the uh, on Team Rugby, eh, so far? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we sort of went into it thinking that we'd be pretty comfortable, still be able to recall on some old skills, but the rugby boys have come pretty hard um, every year, and they're definitely younger than us and more athletic, so that's uh, that's something that kept their advantage, but uh, fortunately we're still up 3-2. You're making excuses already, we're, yeah. we're months away, mate, what's going on here? Yeah, a year's passed since last time, so we can only have got older. The, uh, the, the the first five matches have always come down to the last over. It's always been on the edge of your seat stuff, hasn't it? Yeah, they've actually been good games. And I think the the thing that's well, not surprised us, but the, the likes of Kieran Reid and Will Jordan and how well they've, they've batted um, in the last couple of years has probably taken us a little bit by surprise. But there have been some really impressive innings, particularly Kieran Reid's a couple of years ago. So we actually know that there's couple of batters in there that we have to identify and actually maybe even strategize for. I probably, probably don't put that much time and effort into it, but we probably should. Well, there's one batter you're going to have to put a lot of effort into, and it's the wildcard entry for Team Rugby, Brian Lara, aren't you? Yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing that someone of his ilk, I mean, he's one of the greatest batters ever, um, is going to be involved. And I know that Brian still plays quite a bit around the world in these sorts of games, so he's, he's still up for it, he's still fit. And he um, he still does pretty well, so I, I think we're going to see, um, you know, obviously a very, a very good cricketer, albeit slightly older, but, but Brian's going to be up for up for the challenge. Well, talking about the age of of players, Team Cricket's very very lucky for the match next year to have the son of um, cricketing legend uh, uh, Brendan McCullum in the team, aren't they? I mean, Riley McCullum. Yeah, I mean, I've seen since Riley since basically he was born, so I've seen him grow up. Um, and to to see him come in and, and be involved in this, he's a very good cricketer in his own right. I know he's um, excelled through the age groups for, for Northern Districts, and, and now he's up here in Auckland, I think, paying for university. Um, he's about three foot taller than his dad and <laughs> uncle, so he's, he'll stand out a little bit more than, than they will, but... Uh, it's it's going to be fun, and I know Nathan and him are excited to play together. Yeah, it's sort of uncle playing with your uncle is going to be quite a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, and like Riley bowls offspin as well. He's better, um, but so have his uncle with him as well. Um, I think that's going to be huge, and what it does provide is some some much needed youth into our team, um, so we can have a few guys running around the boundary. When do you get uh, you know the matches uh, scheduled for the uh, the twentieth of January? When do you actually get to to practice, or don't you? You just turn up on the day. Um, I think some guys do some sneaky practice. I think that <laughs> definitely happens in the background because they can't come up showing like that. The rugby boys definitely put the time and effort in. Um, they do a bit of cramming before the um, <laughs> before the game starts. I think some of the older careers maybe not put um, as much effort into it, but I think they've still got their skills to rely on, and they still able to perform. So I think overall the competitiveness takes over and I think that's what you see that 
was both teams pretty pretty desperate to win and have some bragging rights. The whole atmosphere of the match too is pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, it's an evening match, really, day in, in a way, a day nighter at Bay Oval under the lights, so that makes it extra special. Yeah, yeah, the two the two well three venues now, but all venues have been so well supported um, by the crowds, and it's it's just got a, a different sort of atmosphere from what I remember from from old cricket games where um, people have come to have a have a lot of fun. I think they're. This, I think they're mainly rooting for rugby. But they definitely want to see a good game, a close game, and see some of um, their, their favourite players from yesteryear come in and still be able to perform. Fantastic. Well, tickets are on sale now. They'll sell out very, very quickly. Daniel, while we've got you here, let's talk about the, the Cricket World Cup. You've probably cast an eye over how the Black Caps New Zealand are going in their build-up. Your thoughts? I think it's one of those World Cups that's going to be incredibly competitive. I, I really like the format of everyone plays everyone. I think that's where I mean New Zealand succeeded so well at the at the last World Cup under that that same format. So I think they have a a, a very good chance, and I think the preparation in Bangladesh for some of the guys um, and the, the skills of those top guys coming back in, um, I think, are going to bode pretty well. I, th- I think I'd say India and England are are right up there as favourites, and then Australia, New Zealand, Pakistan are going to be um, uh, very strong as well. So uh, I think I think there's a confidence around the New Zealand team any time we go into a World Cup now because of um, the consistency of performances in those big events. So I don't think this, this time around will be any different. And for you personally, your coaching career, you're like a hired gun really, aren't you? You turn up all over the place in a coaching role. You've been a spin bowling coach for Australia recently. What was that like? Uh, it's good fun. It's um, um, ability to work in, di- in different environments. I think that's since ever the IPL um, started, the, the thing that players have enjoyed the most is, is seeing how other people go about it. Um, you think you know your way of doing it, being involved with New Zealand for so long, but to, to jump into an Indian environment or to an Australian environment um, and see how play or great players go about it, I think is, is is a lot of fun first and foremost, but it's quite rewarding to see whether you've been doing it the same or different or how you can improve. And you're now head coach for the Hyderabad Sunrisers uh, in the IPL in India. What's that like as well? I'm, I'm taking over from Brian Lara, so he might be a bit upset when he <laughs> comes out to the, <laughs> the Black Clash. Uh, no, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to coach in the IPL for a number of years previously and, and really enjoyed that. It's a, it's a full-on tournament. It's an intense tournament, but I think it's the, the best cricket in the world. So once again, chance to, to be involved in that um, is 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 really satisfying because it gives you a chance to to see where you're at as a coach and a player. We see a lot of it on TV here. The the atmosphere inside those almost like a cauldron. It must be amazing. Yeah, some of the grounds are incredible. Um, their ability to create noise um, and and create an atmosphere um, for that three and a half hours. That's sort of, it's almost relentless, um, and and the Indian public just loves it and embraces it so much. Um, it's not just at the ground. It's Sort of at airports, at hotels, everywhere you go. So there's a real love for the IPL and a, and a real love for the, the home team. So hopefully we can continue something on with Sunrises. Fantastic. Look forward to the T20 Black Clash. Go the, uh, go the cricket side. Uh, Daniel, thanks for joining us, mate. No worries. Thank you very much. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. <sighs> 
And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.